Blog Talk Radio. Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is the Ninja Pastor with Sunday's God in Country with Dr. Sean. Hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical reverend. Dr. Sean is a proud U.S. military veteran, former law enforcement officer, founder of the internationally regarded executive protection team. Through his riveting national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This show is biblically and politically engaged in the battle to save our country, with a pedal to the metal, with this Sunday's edition of Sundays with Dr. Sean. Buckle up. Here's your host, the author of the critically acclaimed book, Excellence Killed the Church. Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is the Ninja Pastor with Sunday's God in Country with Dr. Sean. Hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical reverend. Dr. Sean is a proud U.S. military veteran, former law enforcement officer, founder of the internationally regarded executive protection team. Through his riveting national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This show is biblically and politically engaged in the battle to save our country. With a pedal to the metal. With this Sunday's edition of Sundays with Dr. Sean. Buckle up. Here's your host, the author of the critically acclaimed book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America. Reverend Dr. Sean, the Ninja Pastor, with today's message. Hey America, how are you? Thank you for putting up with the sound issues that we had early on. Uh, It seems like our Sunday show is just so difficult to get it to record right away. So I'm hoping we can edit edit out those uh, three minutes of silence, two or three minutes of silence. I'm very frustrated by it. I, I'm uh, very sorry about it. What it, what ended up happening, just if you're curious at all, uh, we put this out via Skype uh, through Blog Talk Radio, and unfortunately there were so many people on the, that same uh, line, I guess you would call it, that unfortunately uh, we're, just, we're just playing out of luck. So... I don't know what to tell you. It was just one of those things. Uh, but we're we're here now. This is going to be a quick hit, by the way. And um, I hope that I hope that you benefit from it. We hope that you're blessed from it. Our Sunday group is just amazing. Our Kehala, that's the uh, Hebrew name for what we do, the name for our church. We are followers of the way. The way is that of Jesus Christ or Yeshua Hamashiach. Uh, you'll you'll notice that I use uh, Hebrew terms quite a bit, and uh, I do that on purpose. So I like to use the the real words whenever possible. I'm not trying to trip you up. I am uh, I'm just trying to be accurate. Uh, Jesus was not his name. Uh, Jesus was a translation from the translation from the translation, and then 
from that, the English word we get is Jesus, uh, when in fact his name was Yeshua. So uh, that being said, you know, it is what it is, and we'll keep moving forward. I want to thank you all for joining us. Look, if you're if you're in the Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area, hey, we have people that come from 63 miles from New York City. So honestly, uh, there's people that come from all over. So we had a lady that comes from uh, right outside of D.C. So we meet in the Newark, Delaware area at 5 if you want to come at 5. We have a little meal. We all bring stuff. It's really, really good. It's really cool. It's just a different sort of thing. If you like details, uh, theninjapastor.com, drshawngreener.com, or our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio. Click on sign up and follow what we do. So we're in the book of James, book of James, and James 2.14. What good is it, my brothers, if someone claims to have faith but has no actions to prove it. What good is it? What good is it if you claim to be a Christian? What good is it if you claim to be a follower of the way and yet what do you have to show for it? Put up or shut up. Proof's in the pudding. Heard all those things. What good is it, my brothers, if someone claims to have faith but has no actions to prove it? Listen, you know, you can plead, pray into the air. You've, how many people have you seen Looks like they're trying to convince themselves that God is listening? More than they're trying to pray to God. But when we plead, pray into the air and we claim we believe solidly enough to actually believe God is listening when inside our hearts, we don't really believe God's listening or even cares about us, our worries, our struggles, our hurts, habits, and hang-ups. I have to ask you, is such faith sufficient to actually save us? Well, according to the ninja pastor, the ninja pastor, that's me, by the way, hesitant faith is no faith at all. I talked about this last week, and, and the reason I'm starting here. Uh, is because I want to remind you of what got us started in this. I think it's very, very important. Uh, context is little things don't mean a lot. Little things mean, say it with me, everything. And then one of the verses we talked about last week was uh, verse 19. You believe that God is one? Good for you. The demons believe it too. The thought makes them shudder with fear. And I said last week, and I'll say again this week, don't let the demons have more faith than you. Never. Never let the demons have more faith than you. The demons have no struggle with their faith because they fully and completely believe in Adonai, Elohim, God the Father. Because the demons know to whom, big W, they are subject. They know who, big W, is their ultimate master, big M. But then verse 20, it gets kind of serious. But foolish fellow, do you want to be shown that such faith, apart from actions, is barren? What do you do when you truly demonstrate faith in the most delicate and challenging circumstances? What do you do? When you lean into the wind that you can't see. What happens when you set your sail according to the promised wind from God rather than what you actually see? What happens when the excellent artist paints what God tells them to paint, not what will sell? 
You see, folks, that's the path. That that is the path to greatness for God, because of God, not because of us. And then we finished up last week. Wasn't Avraham Avinu declared righteous because of actions when he offered up his son Yitzhak? That's Abraham and Isaac on the altar. In Hebrew community, listen, you need to understand that everything I do comes from a Hebrew perspective. In Hebrew community, what is the most important thing to a Jew? It's be, it's it's being declared righteous. Abraham didn't waste his redemption, and why are we? Verse 22 is really powerful. You see that his faith worked with his actions by the actions the faith was made complete. Folks, I, I'm here to tell you this has been a rough week for Christians. Rough week for Christians. Well, maybe just one Christian. Because it seems like that one Christian is the only one who is standing on the solid rock. That that one Christian is the only one who has said, you know what, I will not be moved. I will be with God on this solid rock. Listen to this for a second. See, that's the thing, folks. All other ground is sinking sand, yet we act like, we live like there is no solid ground, there is no solid rock, because we we look for the solid ground ourselves. We look for the thing that seems to be right. We look for it all the time. We look for the sure thing. Look, you've heard about Kim Davis, Kentucky, Rowan County. she's She's a county clerk in Rowan County. She's She's uh she's done this job. Uh she's 49 years old now. Her mother, I don't know how many of you know this, but her mother worked as a county clerk for 40 years before her and 26 of those years Kim Davis was under her as her deputy. She's defying a court order to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples. Now to be fair, to give you fact, she said, "Look, I I I, I want to be fair, I'm not issuing any." I'd like to be relieved of this part of my job because while I can sign for traditional marriage between a man and a woman that meets the scriptural mandate, I I can't sign for one between same sex. My faith doesn't allow me to do that. Nothing against these people. Sure, they're nice people. I just can't do it. I can't swear and affirm to it because it violates my faith. Since June, 
Kim Davis is asked to be excused from issuing these marriage licenses on the grounds that it violates her religious belief. And she's not the first one to reject the Supreme Court ruling. By, by the way, let me, church, let me remind you, the Supreme Court does not make law. Congress makes law. Legislature makes law. And current law in the state of Kentucky states that she may not issue those licenses. Now, I'm going to tell you there's a lot of Christians right now that have really come out against this woman. Christians pretend Christians. Christians from their safe home where nobody's coming after them, nobody's putting them in bail. Or I'm sorry, putting them in jail with no hope of bail. You you, you tell me how uh, so many criminals, they get bail. Jeffrey Dahmer got bail. He didn't make bail, but he got a bail. Bail was assigned. But Christians, from their fluffy homes, their fluffy seats, and their fluffy jobs, from their fluffy church pews, are pointing figures, bony little digits, at Kim Davis saying, well, she just needs to, you know, just like the cake bakers, she just needs to sign the darn things. That's her job. And look, she makes $80,000 a year. My goodness. Cushy 80000 You know how much of her job is actually doing the, the, the marriage licenses? A very small part of her job. Tiny. Infinitesimal. But you can bark at that $80,000 and say, well, that's an awful lot of money, cushy state job that she has. Did you hear me? Told you, church, 26 years she's done this job and she makes $80,000 a year. I don't think I, I don't think I would look sideways at that. I, I don't think I would poke fun. You know what else other Christians are doing? I'm embarrassed to say other Christians are saying, hey, she's been married four times to three different men. She remarried the same guy multiple times. She's got a kid by one and the other, and then she married this one and that one. Christians, you sicken me. Nobody in this church, nobody in this kehala, you don't sicken me because I know how you are. Everybody here is trying to figure out a way, how can we help this lady? Liberty Council's helping her. Matt Staver's helping her. But the Southern Poverty Law Center is called uh, Liberty Council, an anti-LGBT hate group. Church, let me ask you a question. Do you know where this woman is coming from? No, I don't mean what she's thinking. I mean where she's coming from. Where does she live? She lives in an, a rural Appalachian region of Lexington, it's 95% white, 30% of those folks are below the poverty line. Let me tell you, she's an elected official. She's been elected 26 years in a row. She's done her job admirably. But here's the thing, folks. Christians, you out there screaming for her head saying, hey, she needs to be fired. She's just a publicity hound. She's just trying to make money. She's just trying to get some sort of go fund me. So she can get rich off this. Have you seen her? She doesn't want to be on TV. She doesn't want to be on television. She wants to do her job, but she doesn't want to stamp and swear and affirm 
same-sex marriage. She doesn't want to do it. She Look, she doesn't have a thing against gay people. She doesn't see many gay people, but she doesn't have a thing against them. You know the couple, the couple, the partners, David Moore and David Ermold? They don't even live in Rowan County. They could go 10 minutes in their car, which I'm sure is a Subaru or a Prius. No offense, Subaru and Prius owners. But they can take themselves down to the next one over and get their license. Here's the thing, people, Christians. I'm speaking to Christians. I'm not talking to people you know, who don't know any better, who have scales over their eyes. I'm talking to people who should know better. You should know better, Christians. You should know better. You talk about actions spring to your faith. Uh, I just read scripture to you. Actions, they make your faith real. This woman took action. Christians that are throwing rocks at this woman because, oh, she's anti-gay. She's a bigot. She's not a bigot. She's very nice. No one's ever said she wasn't nice. Same way with the cake bakers. Nobody ever said they weren't nice to to gay people. Nobody ever said, hey, I, I don't want you to be able to live your life the way you live it. I just don't. I, I hold to the scriptural definition of a marriage. You want to have a civil union? You want to get the Social Security benefits? Here's a, here's a news tip. Here's a little news flash for you. You know what you do? You get a trust. You spend a little tiny bit of money, you get a trust. So you can go to the hospital, you can make medical decisions, you make financial decisions, all those things. It's nothing. It's no big deal. Take you 10 minutes. But they don't want that. I'll tell you right now, I'm not an anti-gay person person. I have relatives that are gay. I have dear friends that are gay, really dear friends that are gay. And they know, look, I, you know, it, it To me, it's an aberration. It's an abomination. It's not just to me. Hey, look, I'm just reading the news. Scripture says that's what it is. God's pretty clear. But Christians are throwing this woman's four marriages to three different men. And the fact she makes $80,000 a year, well, she needs to do her job. We're paying her to do her job. What job is that exactly? To violate Kentucky law? Because that's what she'd be doing. The whole marriage history, let me tell you something. This woman wasn't always a Christian. In fact, only four years ago did she become a Christian. How did she become a Christian? How, how did she become a follower of the way, a follower of Christ, an apostolic Christian? How that happened was her mother-in-law witnessed to her. Her mother-in-law was on her deathbed, and she said, Oh, Kim, let me tell you about my faith. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Let me tell you about the love that he has for me such that he gives me a vision of heaven. I know that I will be with him in paradise when I die, which will be soon. I would to God that you'd know too. Won't you surrender your life to Christ? Won't you turn your life over? Won't you do this one thing? Place your faith in Christ. Won't you do this? And Kim Davis did four years ago. She placed her faith in Christ. Let me tell you something, folks. I know Christians that have been Christians for 30 or 40 years that don't have the cojones that this woman has. This woman has the faith to stand up to the whole world. But you tell me that the whole gay thing is, you know, so brave that you come out, Caitlyn Jenner and all this business comes out uh, and, and she's brave. No, 
That's not bravery. That's not courage. This woman has bravery and courage. She's a Christian four years. She's learning on the go. She's not trying to hate anybody. She's not an anti-LGBT. She's just doing. She has a religious objection. What's your excuse, American Christians, who throw rocks at this woman? What's your excuse? Why are you unwilling to put action to your faith? Why are you unwilling to see that we should be forcing our government to make accommodations for religious groups in the workplace? Let me ask you something. I made a recommendation to our center, a message. I said, hey, maybe while you're in prison, you could real quick convert to Islam. Convert to Islam real quick, and then you know what? I bet you they will turn over every rock and everything they have to do so that you will be accommodated for any potential religious objection you may have. But what about the Christian perspective that this isn't where her battle should be fought, that she should just resign? Christians that are clamoring for her to resign, you're saying she should resign. If she can't uphold the laws of the country... First, I said it before, I'll say it again. Her name is sworn to on the marriage license that's issued. This is significant morally, and it should be respected and considered. Christians. Look, this law revolves around marriage, an inherently religious ceremony and process. Folks, it's a scriptural thing. It's not a state thing. I have said many times the government should have nothing to do with marriage. You know, let's not legislate by viral video. Let's let's just say that it's un-American, it's unfair, and it's unchristian. And some of you out there in Radio Land, you are guilty because you've pointed your bony, judgmental little digit at this woman, and you've said she's just trying to get rich. She's just trying to uh, fifteen minutes of fame. She's just trying to not do her job. She's a gay hater, and we're called to love. Yes, she's not been unloving. Have you watched the videos, folks? I have a YouTube channel, The Ninja Pastor. You go to The Ninja Pastor, go to YouTube, type in The Ninja Pastor, you go to the channel. There are some videos there for you to watch. I've done some very brief videos that explain all of this. She's never been ignorant or mean to any of these people. And if you watch the videos of Kim Davis having cameras, national cameras, national media shoved in her face, She's never she's never lost her cool. She's been amazing. She's to be commended for her actions of her faith. Let me ask you something, America. If our religion dictates that we believe and seek to compel legally that our elected officials must abide by all of the laws or be impeached, then great. Great, Christians then we need to come together right now and impeach Barack Hussein Obama for refusing to enforce the law. We should have impeached Eric Holder, Attorney General, for refusing to enforce the law. How about the Defense of Marriage Act? How about Don't Ask, Don't Tell? Those were all real laws. They were laws. They weren't suggestions. They were laws. They were not executive orders. They were laws. Laws voted on and approved and passed by Congress. Look, if we don't believe that our religion allows us to speak up for God's laws, in other words, put action to our faith, and demand that our right to practice our belief has a place in society, then guess what? Nobody else's does either. But let me tell you something. These gay couples, 
They don't go to Muslim businesses. They don't go to Muslim employees of government organizations. They don't do that. You know why? Because the Muslims wouldn't put up with it. And you know what else is crazy? Nobody ever questions it. But you know what else we're doing when we don't stand behind this lady? We're extinguishing the light that we are called to be in a dark world. You say, well, she's making Christians look stupid. How is it that Kim Davis is making Christians look stupid? I'm going to put another argument to you. I'm going to say to you that that you know and I know Christians out there, so-called claimed Christians, you have said many times, listen, the the commander-in-chief, the president of the United States, he is forcing, he is forcing, he is forcing our military to do things that are unconstitutional. Police officers are forcing their rank and file to do things that are unconstitutional. And you know what? Those police officers should stand up. Those those uh, soldiers should stand up and not do what they know what they know is illegal and unconstitutional. You say that they should do that. You say that they should do it. You say that the police officer should turn and refuse to do that unlawful order. You say that the military should turn and not do the unlawful order. They should do that. But this lady's doing that exact same thing. She's standing up for your rights and my rights. And you know what's more? She's putting action to her faith. And you aren't supporting her. You aren't encouraging her. You're making fun of her because she has a past. She has a past that includes four marriages to three different men. And she remarried the same guy and she has kids that, you know, you know what? I have hurts, habits, and hang-ups, folks. I have hurts, habits, and hang-ups. I do. I've done a lot of wrong things in my life. God forbid. God forbid that I be judged on what I did before I came to Christ. And truth be told, she's not judging these men or these women that come and say, hey, you you need to marry us. She's not judging them. She's not throwing rocks at them. She's not been ignorant to them. Not even a little bit. She has said, she has said, I can't do this because Scripture tells me otherwise. And oh, by the way, it also violates Kentucky law. You see, here's the thing about the Supreme Court, folks. People get all Twitter faded. The Supreme Court makes a ruling. You know what a ruling is in the Supreme Court of the United States of America? It is an opinion. They are stating an opinion. In our opinion, it should be interpreted this way. Let me ask you a quick question, folks. Do you remember a little thing called Obamacare? Do you remember how many Christians were throwing rocks at Ted Cruz when Ted Cruz is standing up in Congress and saying, no, this is wrong. This is everything that it that this is this is nothing that they say and everything that they're saying it isn't. It is absolutely an abomination. It is absolutely dangerous. It's one sixth of the entire United States economy. And people are gonna die because of it. 
and Christians made fun of him. He wasn't looking for his 15 minutes of fame. He was standing up. There's a few politicians out there that are running for president who have stood up and said, no, 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 this is a religious objection. It's exempt from this. They can make some other accommodation for this dear lady. But putting her in jail without bail? Folks, bail is not to be punitive. You know, I said, and the passage of the Tanakh was fulfilled, which says, this is verse 23, Abraham had faith in God, and it was credited to his account as righteousness. He was even called God's friend. In verse 24, you see that a person is declared righteous because of actions and not because of faith alone. Kim Davis, county clerk in Rowan County, Kentucky, is taking action while all of us Christians sit safely in our homes, porting our bony little digits. Poor, poor woman who said, but as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. Verse 25, likewise, wasn't Rachav or Rachel, the prostitute also declared righteous because of actions when she welcomed the messengers and sent them out by another route? She did what she wasn't supposed to do, and heck, she was only a prostitute, right? The lowest of the low in that culture, and I would say probably in our culture today. But she did the righteous thing, and she was declared righteous because of what she did. And she risked everything she had to do it. Verse 26, indeed, just as the body without a spirit is dead, so too faith without actions is dead. According to me, hesitant faith is no faith at all. Four years, this woman, Kim Davis, has been a Christian. Four years. Four years. You know, I mentioned... Uh, prostitute. I said the name prostitute. You know, in church we don't like to admit the fact that there's a whole lot of prostitution talked about in the Bible. Let me let me speaking of prostitution, let me let me pose something to you, Christians. Many of you out there, uh, there's about thirty thousand people that listen every Sunday over the air. Then we have our live audience here. Let me ask you, Christian business owners, will you rent your storefront? Let's say you have a storefront. Will you rent it to a prostitution business? House cleaners, will you clean their rooms? Will you sign their business license? Hey, let me ask you, once it's made legal, prostitution, once it's made legal, will you object to them coming to kids' career day? Your kids' career day at school? I mean, if it becomes legal. Let me let me pose something else to you. Let me see if you can handle this. Let me see if you can handle this, Christian, safe in your home. How about if it becomes legal that at the birth of your child, you can get it, if you opt for it, you can get a tax credit in some form of lifetime small annuity if you at that time 
agree to have your child made sterile so that your child will never be able to have children. Hey, this is a favor to them. You know, they never have to worry about birth control to the child. It's a favor to the government, your fellow taxpayers, because you know what? We can't afford the population growth and abortions are messy. Plus, we know who all is having the babies. I mean, come on. All right, let's take it one step further. Legalization of assisted suicide and the granting of permits for authorizing the kills. You see, that's a medical thing, folks. Selling baby parts is a medical thing. And they have to have permits, and they have to have medical things, medical authorizations, and certifications. Somebody has to sign that. What if you are the one working in that office, and someone comes in and says, well, assisted suicide is legal now, and you have to grant, you have to swear and affirm to authorize someone to die. This woman was hauled away like a common criminal. Kim Davis, Rowan County, Kentucky. Like a common criminal. She disobeyed a federal judge. Now get this, folks. She disobeyed a federal judge to perform a state function, which is re- it's infringing upon a religious right to object to what she's never been required to do. Fix, listen, fix this in your head. She's never been required to do this in the 26 years that she's been faithfully performing this job. I'll tell you something, folks. I'm going to say it like it is. I'm, don't, they don't call me the ninja pastor for nothing. I'm not all about hate. But you need to understand, I am about the truth. And you know what? This whole rainbow business has never been about tolerance or equality. Because gay people are treated well. They're treated well. They act like they're the new black people, the slaves who just looking to get free. They, don't, they can't use the same bathroom. Hey, how about the kid who has decided, hey, I've, I wear a wig now. I wear makeup. I wear girls' clothes. I'm going to go to the girls' bathroom in school, in my high school. What if your kid goes there? You don't think that's a problem? I think it's a problem. The fact that we're even talking about it is egregious. Christians have not put action to their faith for too long. And it starts in the pulpits. Let me tell you something. This has never been about tolerance or equality. It's about erasing thousands of years of strongly held religious beliefs to the benefit of the gay lobby. These, I said it before. I'll say it again now. These gay, these gay couples going there with cameras in tow could have gone to another county in Kentucky to get their gay marriage license, but they won't. You want to know why? Because it's never been about tolerance. It's never been about equality. And frankly, it's never been about what makes the most sense. They don't want you to agree. They want you to augment. I want to ask you another question. I don't ever call him the Reverend Al Sharpton. I don't call him that. I think he's he, is, he himself is an abomination. Al Sharpton owes $4.5 million at last count. This is true. You look it up. Absolutely absolute fact. Al Sharpton owes you, the taxpayer, the people of the United States of America, he owes $4.5 million. He's been to the White House that we know of 68 times while owing $4.5 million in back taxes to the people of the United States of America. And can you tell me why he isn't in federal prison? Tell me why. What's the difference, folks? 
he's not only not in prison, there's no bail assigned to him, but this, this lady, Kim Davis, 49-year-old clerk, 20, 20, 26 years she's been doing this job, never a problem. No bail. She's never been in trouble in her whole life. The Bible tells us to decide, to resolve, and to stand. That's what it tells us. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantaged if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? But here's the part that really matters. Verse 26, for whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come into his own glory and in his fathers and of the holy angels. But I tell you of a truth. There be some standing here which shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. Folks, you can talk a good game about how you're a follower of Christ. You can talk a good game and tell me, you know, you've got the right haircut, you've got the right clothes, you've got the right words, you know all the buzzwords. This woman has given she's nothing. She's getting nothing from this but sorrow and grief. And her own fellow Christians are turning on her. Why don't you just bake the darn cake? Why don't you just stamp the darn thing and it's the law, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, first of all, it's not the law. The Supreme Court doesn't make law. Learn the Constitution, get a book. Get you a book and learn the Constitution because there's nothing in there about the Supreme Court of the United States making law. And we stand for it. From the pulpit to the back row, We stand for it. I'm telling you, we should stand no more. I would to God that God would count me righteous, would declare me righteous like Rahab the prostitute. She was declared righteous, not because of what she said behind closed doors, but because of actions that she did. She put her life on the line, risked everything she had, and she was declared righteous. I would to God that I would be counted like that prostitute. I would to God that just as a body without a spirit is dead, so too faith without actions is dead. Hesitant faith is no faith at all, folks. It means nothing when you tell me what you believe. You tell me what you believe. You tell me, hey, Dr. Sean, I believe all that, but you know what? I need a job. You know what? I need to go to work. I I don't I don't I don't I can't lose my job, man. I can't lose my job. If I lose my job, I'm done. I'm over with. What am I going to do? I have to work, Dr. Sean. I have to work. I understand that. I understand that completely. But in the book of James, we've been studying the the book of James You shouldn't be surprised to discover that there's some very practical definitions of faith here. And one of the definitions is saving faith must include deeds or works. In fact, any faith without works is useless. 
Faith by itself without works is dead in verse 17 of Yaakov or James. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Faith cannot be mere mental assent or intellectual belief. Look, I can't look at this as a Christian and say Kim Davis needs to just shut her mouth and go work. And stamp those certificates. She should just do it. She should shut her mouth. Separation of church and state, which, by the way, is nowhere in the Constitution. She should just do her job. Separate churches for Sundays. Let me tell you something, folks. That kind of thinking, that kind of doing, let me, let me just say this to you. That kind of thinking and doing, living, the, the actions of the absolute baseless faith, is why we're in the place we are today, spineless. The fourth def- definition in the Bible, as we've seen, biblical faith is best defined as active obedience. And let me tell you something, folks. I want to be clear, clear, clear. Our first obligation is to our Father Adonai Elohim, for His Son, Yeshua Hamashiach was sent. Jesus Christ was sent to the cross for our sins. All to him we owe. Christians, you better get a backbone because they're coming for you next. You better put some work to your faith or it is dead. Join us next time for Sundays with Dr. Sean. And please follow this show and the Collision of Faith and Politics radio show during the week at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Ninja Pastor. And follow Dr. Sean on Twitter at The Ninja Pastor and on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash God in Country Radio. And check out all the free messages, archive shows, and buy Dr. Sean's critically acclaimed book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, at www.drshawngreener.com. Join us during the week. And in the meantime, Dr. Sean will be fighting for you and for this great country. Thank you for joining us in this fight.